This podcast contains strong language and adult themes. Listener's discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to A Page Too Far, the show where each week one of us reads a book and then tells the other all about it. Will it be bad? Will it be good? Let's find out. My name is Deep Throat, and this is my co-host, Thor, from Stargate SG-1. I've never seen Stargate SG-1, and so I shall cosplay the only Thor. I did a cosplay for actually, nice. at one point, um, but I didn't have any of the actual costume. Right. I had a wig and a beard, so eh, close enough. I wore a suit. Just get a, so a I was hammer like, from I was the hardware like store. Professional Thor. Uh, yeah, and I won, a, uh, I won a costume party with that. Awesome. Yeah. Thor from SG-1 is a little gray alien. So he sounds like this. Okay. Yes. Anyways, there we go. Doing? I, you know, I'm doing fine. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm Good. doing okay. I'm still trying to recover from the absolute dumb shit that was the last episode. Look, all right. I had a blast. Unironically. I'm, I'm happy you had a good time. It was fun. That's all, that's all that I care about. <laughs> if I can have a good time. There you go. That's it. Uh, first things first, we want to give a, a shout out. We do. We do. So we have some friends of the show who started their own show started their own podcast. It's called the I Don't Get It podcast. You can find it on Spotify and iTunes. Basically, they ask questions and, and research them. Like, why does Groundhog Day exist? Hmm. Where did it come from? Why is Chuck E. Cheese a thing? Is yeah. it a casino? I got to say, I have listened to one of their episodes. Yeah. And I don't get it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, hey, if, if, uh, if you want, go show them some love. We love them. Check them out. They love us. Check them out. So I read a book this week. You did. But that would be a little bit dishonest. Oh. I read half a book this week. Okay. You've done this before. And then a full other book. Is this going to be a repeat of the Bull Riders Christmas Baby then? I was going to, but I don't want to waste your time because there's like nothing to talk about. For the first book? For For the first book. Okay. It's even less things to talk about than the Bull Riders Christmas Baby, honestly. Wow. The book I read half of okay. is called all in her head it is 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 that that title is just gaslighting that that's what i thought i i thought it was going to be about gaslighting yeah it's not it's not no what's it about it's it is a i, I guess it would be a supernatural thriller okay but i i got halfway through the book and there was nothing supernatural and there was nothing thrilling oh there's just nothing <laughs> so all right uh and it's it's by n m Cedeno, I sure. think. Yeah, that looks right. And it, uh, I'll explain some things that happened in the book. Okay. Um, so it starts out, protagonist's name is Martha. Nice. The book starts out, she's washing blood off of her in the shower. Oh. Very thrilling start, right? Yeah. She then goes to the hospital to see the man who she had witnessed being shot. Oh. Well, so, yeah, so far we're pretty good. That's Yeah, that's where the blood came from. Yeah. Um, I am in it, man. I yeah. am in it. Uh, the man's name was Kurt uh, Holacek. Sure. I think. the Generic name, male protagonist. Names are really weird in this, but yeah. his name is Kurt Holacek. And, and then we have like a little bit of a flashback. So she's explaining how this happened. Mm-hmm. She was stepping off the dart train in Dallas, Texas. Nice. She is walking through a parking lot and then she kind of stumbles into one man holding up the other with a gun. Oh. And so out of bravery or stupidity, who knows, she throws her purse at the guy with the gun, Mm -hmm. distracts him long enough for the man to grab the gun, but he is shot anyway, and the other guy runs off, right? Right. Okay. So interesting start. She tells the police everything she knows. She goes to the hospital to see him. Yep. Uh, She meets his wife, whose name is Allegaria. 
Okay. I think. That's the country that Aragon or, takes place in. Or it's like Allegria or something. I don't know. It's Allegra? A name, name, no, it's not Allegra. I've taken Allegra. It's got an I-A at the end, so it's like Allegria. Yeah. And she's his wife, and so they talk a little bit, and then his brother, Daniel, comes by, and Martha's like, ooh, he's hot. Uh, and mm. then Daniel gives her a ride home. Mm-hmm. And then right as she's going to put the key in her lock, the door opens and there's a guy in a ski mask with a gun. Oh. So Daniel struggles with the guy. Yeah. The gun goes off. Doesn't hit anybody. Nice. The guy takes off. Okay. Right? He's he's known to do that. Right. They report this to police again. Yep. The police are like, uh, thanks for telling us. And that's it. <laughs> They oh. don't take her into protective custody. Okay. They don't offer her any options. And she's like, well, they this this guy knows where I live now. Yeah. So um, maybe it's because you threw your purse at him and had your driver's license in it. Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. But he somehow knew where she lived. So she's like, I can't live here anymore. So she gets a hotel. I'm struggling to remember what happens next. <laughs> I mean, so far, There's, it sounds pretty interesting. It does. That's that's about where it stops mm-hmm. because then it just like it it just could, there's another attempt on her life where the she's at an intersection and then a car behind her pushes her into traffic and she gets oh, hit wow. okay. and it like rolls her car and stuff. Yeah. But literally the guy who shot the Kurt guy gets caught like almost immediately. Oh. Uh they find out he had an accomplice uh-huh. who had pushed her into the intersection. Yep. Uh and he is not caught but she doesn't give a fuck. She's just going to keep living her life. Okay. She's like not taking any precautions. Yeah. She goes to live with her boss and his wife. Sure. For some reason. Yeah. Um, Oh, there's a thing about her whole character is that she is just riddled with anxiety. She is socially inept. She is extremely introverted, but. She never has any trouble communicating with people. Uh, yeah, it, I was going to say, does, the, the actions she has taken doesn't sound like that. No, she, she, that, the, the book keeps talking about how introverted and, and anxious she is and how in, enabled she is to live as a regular person. Right. But then she just does everything like a regular person. <laughs> and everybody can understand her just fine. She Fair can enough. understand everybody just fine. It's, it's bad. Um, but that's that's where the suspense stops. And then I read like several more pages where nothing happens except that she gets to know Kurt and Daniel's family a bit more, mm-hmm. builds a relationship with Daniel, and and I'm like, there's nothing supernatural happening. And this has stopped being thrilling. Now it's just bad pulp. Yeah, and it's it's so weird because like they go the author goes into immense detail about descriptions of things. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, for what it's worth, you do feel like you're right there with her. That's cool. Uh, it's just not fun. Right. <laughs> Cause like. You're just right there with her as she goes and buys groceries. It goes through every painful detail about the event, the police grilling her down at the police station, her going to the hospital to get checked out, going home, getting cleaned up, talking to Daniel, going to dinner with Daniel's family. It's like all this stuff. It's like, I don't care. Yeah. It's not serving any kind of plot. It's well, just. Character building. But not even because she doesn't do hardly shit. <laughs> she just she responds like uh, I don't know a normal human to like every situation. There's no nuance to her character. Mm-hmm. We don't see her a- anxiety manifest. She's just like oh I feel kind of tired. That's about as far as it goes. Hmm. That's a mood. This book was terrible. So I, I gave up on that halfway through. I bought a book that was recommended. By a mutual friend of ours. Oh, yeah. He recommended to me uh, Zabiba and the King. Right. 
He recommended a couple other things to both of us that all ended up being shit. <laughs> Not the fun kind of shit, but no. just shit. Yeah. And <laughs> you know who you are. And uh, and so I decided to try this one because it was so, it looked so good. It looked fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to get this. I'm going to show you uh, a, a picture of the cover. I'm excited. It was a digital book. Right. The title is called... Children of the Gland God and the Planet of Excretion. I don't like it. I love it. That's the best title ever. I I love it. I don't think anyone who listens to the show will be surprised by your reaction (laughs) or mine. Uh, The author is Larry Lewis. Okay. Fuck Larry Lewis and everything he is and represents and associates with. Just fuck him. All right. Okay. Uh, This is what the cover looks like. It's... Two kids, one of them either has a bull cut or like an army helmet on, and they're just standing on top of a planet. And there's there's a, a really sketchy looking thing, person, I guess, staring at them through the clouds. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll notice that the, they use like seven different fonts they on do. the front of the book. They do. So the children looks like it's like a daycare logo, multicolored, big paintbrush looking font of the just looks like aerial black, but bold. Gland God is clip is is not clip art but word art uh, right. that is golden, and then and the planet of excretion appears to be brown, and then yeah and then they have the author names. There's there's so many authors. I know I know it says there's a lot of authors, but I don't fucking believe it. Three, four, five. There are five names here. There is, is nothing. Anthony. There is nothing to indicate that anyone except Larry Lewis wrote this. I don't know why there's so many names on there. Do did you read the little thing in the bottom corner? Yes. The uh, Hidden Nine Society. We unite, we untie. Yes. Uh, that That is the organization that this guy uses as a platform, Larry Lewis. Ah. Uh, yeah, it's called Hidden Nine Society. I have no idea what they are. I went to their website trying to figure out what they are, and I still don't know what they are. Oh. It, it just seems to be a group of people who are all crazy. <laughs> okay. Crazy quacks. Uh, that are deep into QAnon shit. Oh, uh, no. and they're just trying to make money on scams like this book. Okay. Now I was, I was going to, I had my card ready and I was like, I'm going to buy this on the yeah. website. Yeah. And then I clicked on the proceed to payment after bu- adding it to my cart. Right. And every single plugin on my computer went fucking nuts. I had like a malware bytes plugin that was like, no, no, back out, no. <laughs> and like they all went fucking nuts. And I was yeah. like, oh, God damn it. There's no physical copy of this book. It's only digital. Right. So I went to Target and I bought a gift card. Oh, and, okay. and I used the gift card to buy it. Okay. Okay. Fucking smart. Yeah. <laughs> so I did that. It I would have bailed. I would have just bailed. It, well, it was so tempting. It looks, yeah. it looks like shit. I was like, I really want to read this. Uh, it was about $10. Right. Which is $10 too much, honestly. Well, sure. It is. <laughs> Hit me. It is 15 pages long. 15. It is double spaced. And every page has a big old picture taking up most of the space. So it's like six pages long. Yeah. So I'm just going to read you the whole thing and we're going to go through it. Okay. Because, All right. Because fuck Larry, you know, normally I don't like going exactly verbatim on books just because there's copyright You're right, stuff. Copyright stuff. And, and we're reviewing. We're not, you know, reading the exactly. book. Exactly. We've done it a couple of times with some like um, public domain stuff. Yeah. But uh, I've done a couple of things where it's like, you really need to know exactly how this is worded. Exactly. Um, they're usually small snippets. Right. right. But fuck this guy. 
as far as I can tell, there's no copyright. Like, I oh. couldn't find any info on this thing. Oh. It's literally just a PDF he seems to have uploaded to a site. That doesn't surprise me. Right. In all honesty. <laughs> so, uh, there, there's a couple more things I want to say about his website. Uh, I took some pictures. So, you, you said this is heavy QAnon stuff. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, if you go to the website, um, the, the website I bought the book on is adjacent to the Hidden Nine Society website. Literally, the... The Hidden Nine Society website has a shit ton of, like, uh, buttons on the top mm-hmm. for various things. Right. And more than half of them just redirect you to this website where they sell shit. <laughs> so yeah, it's classic. It's, yeah. So that was a pretty empty site. And they had a mission statement, which was like, we're just, we want to, we want to make sure children are taken care of and that we have a good, gen- it's almost like Scientology. It's like, we want to make sure we have a better tomorrow with the next generation. Mm-hmm. And we're really into crystal magic too. Uh, oh, that sort of thing. I thought you were going to say math. <laughs> maybe, math. maybe. Um, but the, the website where I bought the book uh, has so much merchandise for sale mm-hmm. and it's mind boggling because there is some stuff that's like, oh, that's definitely some QAnon shit. Right. And then there's a couple, there was like two books that were like anti-Trump books. What? Which QAnon really loves Trump. So yeah. that didn't make any sense to me. There was a book on... Uh, coronavirus that was like here's uh some tips on getting through the pandemic like a legitimate book on how to stay healthy oh and then there was a book that was like here's an all-natural cure for for coronavirus you don't need any vaccines or anything so they've they've got both ends of the apparently they just have a hodgepodge of shit and in the number one thing they have on there is books and these are all by larry lewis and i'm assuming he's a lawyer or something because most of the books and merchandise are law related oh he has a bunch of little pamphlets on uh law loopholes okay things you should know going into certain types of cases is he a sovereign citizen uh, he might be because well that would be. be fascinating. I, I couldn't find any actual information on the guy. Yeah. Aside from his website. And there's nothing about him on the website. Right. Which is probably smart. It might not even be his name. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's just it's so weird. And so I want to read some titles from some other books that intrigued me. OK. But I definitely will not be checking out now. But uh, one is called Zoomorphism in the Ancient Serpent Sun. All right. Uh, we have uh, meditation hacks and natural healing remedies from the realm of chaos. You, you know, the thing about meditation, right, is you want to get it done as quickly as possible. Right. And also you want to get the energy from the realm of chaos. Yeah. For your meditation. Yeah. The next book is 5G is a weapon. Oh, the symbiotes and melanocytes connection. Okay. So we're getting venom now. And then there's the unspoken secret history of ancient blacks. The pineal gland and flying saucers. Um, just a just a shade of racism in there. Just y- a little just, bit. There's a touch. There's a touch. All right. You ready for the next one? Am I? The extinction of the white race. Oh, well, there's more of that. We're kind of leaning into that. Yeah. Uh, and it just, it got, it got really, really racist. It got really racist. Sure. <laughs> there was, there was one about Jews. Oh, of course um, there was. There's, they saw. Did they talk about the laser? No, I don't know. It wasn't on the title of anything. Oh. They probably do mention it, but it wasn't yeah. know, laid out. They had a whole tab for music, and oh. a lot of the music looked really racist. There was one Ooh. album that had like a Jim Crow character on the front. Oh, no. So. Oh, no. Yeah, but they also sold all this weird stuff. Like they sold toilet paper and like cutlery and sweaters what? with the Hidden Nine Society logo on 
It's like, who's buying any of this? I don't get it. It, it sounds like they just found like a merchant store who's yeah. just like, we'll put your logo on something. Here's our catalog. And they're like, we'll take one of everything. Yeah, it's it's so bizarre. They just sell a little bit of everything. What? It doesn't seem to be any unified message or organization. Like, yeah. Hidden Nine Society is a big part of it, but I feel like they have other people who are also using the website. Right, because they are they have conflicting information yeah, on so, their website. I, I don't know, but... What? Anyways, let's let's get into this 15-page long book. Sure. Children of the Gland God and the Planet of Excretion. So the first thing to note yeah. is the table of contents. Right. When I first saw it, that was when I was like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> it it's, it's page numbered. It is page numbered, and it says, or, or page one is just called uh, Children of the Gland, so title, Kay. whatever. Yeah. Page two is called Chapter One. Okay. And then page 12 starts the section called The Underworld. Oh. And then page 15 is closing. <laughs> is that the entire table of contents? That's the entire table. Chapter of- 1, The Underworld, closing. Yes. Huh. <laughs> I also want to note, you may not have seen it on the cover, but this is the extended edition. Oh, I didn't see that. Yes. I think he just slapped that on huh. to fool whoever might buy it. Into thinking it's an actual book? Yes. Yeah, like me. Fucking. Ugh. You said it was $10? $10. That's a buck fifty a page. Yeah. And the, like I said, the pages are double spaced. Right. Big pictures. Uh, and the font, cha- the font size also changes randomly throughout the book. Oh, th- that's, yeah. Very strange. Yep. So here we go. Oh boy. Chapter one. On the date of December 24th, 2021, I, Daniel, had a near-death experience. I just realized he said Daniel. That's not Larry Lewis. Yeah. Maybe that is one of the other authors. Why did it take six people to write this? Also, that's very recent. It is very recent. Yeah, this this book is apparently very... Like I said, I couldn't find a, a copyright or yeah. a publication date. There's there was no info. On the website, it didn't even give... Like, of course, it didn't give page amount or well, anything. Well, sure, yeah. It yeah. literally just had the book, buy it or not. Right? <laughs> Do it or don't. Those we'll are your options. Yeah. I, Daniel, had a near-death experience. At approximately 4 o'clock a.m., I was rushed to the hospital due to my throat nearly swelling shut. Ooh. Upon making it to the emergency room and being treated, I was informed that I suffered from salivary gland stones. Ooh. Simply put, salivary glands release saliva in the mouth through tubes or ducts. Mm -hmm. When something such as potentially bad eating habits or overindulgence in smoking or drinking occurs... Dehydration and various other circumstances can cause salivary gland stones to form and block the gland's tubes. From releasing saliva, which can cause a terrible buildup of saliva resulting in a massive bubble in the throat area. Makes sense. Uh, Yeah, totally real thing. After being treated by a doctor, I was displeased by his self-treatment recommendations. To go from believing that I was going to die from suffocating to being instructed to suck on a candy or a lemon was difficult for me to digest. Hey, you know what's the best way to get saliva flowing? set suck on something yeah i don't know why he believes that this simple solution is just can't possibly be real what i don't know <laughs> they, this is a this is a random piece of knowledge that i picked up okay right if you're in a desert yeah and you don't have water suck on a pebble suck on a pebble yeah i knew that from yeah. a louis lamore book actually i knew it from a Redwall book oh nice and then i got it confirmed in a one of those like gq ask the expert kind yeah. of things yeah. he's like yeah no totally do that so he's, he's not impressed by the doctor's knowledge. Yeah, don't suck on a lemon. Uh, when I returned home, I discussed everything that happened with the Hidden Nine Society. Right. 
He, he all six of them. He got home, got on his computer, went on Discord. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> bro, you won't believe this guys, shit. This is bullshit. He told me to suck his dick. <laughs> what? Well, he said a lemon or a piece of candy. Totally the same. But I thing. knew what he meant. It was them who suggested that I personally research the glands in my mouth and see what I could learn from my own personal research. I, I'm just gonna say this. Of course, that's what they said. Yeah, of course, of course, because your <laughs> this is this, I've seen this on plaques, but it's like your. 10 minute Google search yeah. is not better than my eight years of university. Right. Uh, I mean, I do support doing your own research. 100%. But fucking don't be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Do your own research, but do the research. Learn how to think critically. Yes. Like, don't just take the first thing that looks good to you. I don't know. Don't find one source. Yeah. And that also, th- doing your own research doesn't mean disregarding experts' opinion. Right. That is not at all what that means. Right. <laughs> I never expected to have my entire belief system altered in the process. I'll bet he did. I, uh, I've got to say, if you're going to Wikipedia learning about glands yep. in your mouth, and that upends your entire belief system. Maybe your original belief system was terrible. Yeah. Or you're just not a very stable person. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that didn't take a whole lot. No. One of the first things I researched was how many glands there were within the human body. How many are there? Ironically, I discovered there are 12 endocrine glands within the human body. I don't know why that's ironic. Yeah, what? I don't know. I I don't know. What? (laughs) There are 44 glands in total. They are all parts of the body's excretory system. Okay. The excretory system discharges waste from the human body. You mean excrement? Yeah, exactly. In in a a very technical sense. Yeah. Not just poo. Right, 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 right. Everything. Anytime that you sweat, cry, spit, breastfeed, or use your sexual organs, you're using your glands and the excretory system. Glands play so much of a major role in our anatomy that it caused me to dive a little deeper into my research. I began to think about the ancient Egyptians and their belief in the importance of the pineal gland. The image of the pineal gland is usually described as being in reference to an eye in the center of the brain. This particular eye has also been made synonymous with the presence of God. Now, as far as I know, this is all true. This is what the ancient Egyptians believed. Because mm-hmm. the, the, the pineal gland is the one that is affected by hallucinogens, I believe. Oh. Uh, and when you take hallucinogens, of course, you yeah, see yeah, yeah. God and all that, whatever you want to say. Um, so they were like, this must be the gateway to heaven mm-hmm. is the pineal gland. Interesting. Uh, he has, uh, this is the first of many pictures. He has the, the eye with its various glands oh, yeah. around that. it. The human eye has approximately 40 to 60 glands surrounding its inner lid. I think he's saying, so before it was like types of glands. And now and these now are individual amounts glands. of glands. Yeah. yeah. What makes the eye such a different type of gland is the eye's ability to absorb sunlight and turn the light into signals that are excreted as images. That is not, <laughs> the eye is not a gland. It's an organ. And it's not excreting images. <laughs> he, something he does is he just starts referring to everything as a gland, but that's not right. It's not right. <laughs> right. Anything that gives off something else is a gland in his mind. Technically. So I was confused at the difference between glands and organs. Okay. There's one major difference. Which is? Glands are made up of a single type of tissue. Organs are made up of several different types of tissue. Oh, that makes sense. Throughout the history of mankind, many civilizations have utilized the symbolism of the sacred eye symbol of ancient Egypt. Correct. But how much did they truly comprehend about what the image meant? 
does, does he think the Egyptians understand what it means? Or is he going to... Well, they're the to, ones who made it, so of course they would. Well, yes, but do they understand fully? Or did they just have a basic concept, use the eye as a thing, and then he has found more information since then? I, all these people in, this, in these cliques yeah. believe that old is better. Old That's is, true. Old That's is true. smarter. Old is better. Yeah. The ancients understood how everything worked, but they still didn't have shitters. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> <laughs> they built the period pe- 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 <laughs> period periods uh the pyramids i was gonna say but they didn't have plumbing but scarabry had plumbing so yeah some i the, i think the egyptians might have had plumbing while considering all that i had researched i focused more on the eye of horus and came to a very interesting conclusion what if all of humanity are actually glands <laughs> okay all right okay <laughs> this, this is what i meant by he just starts referring to everything as a gland yep Yep. Nope. So our job is to uh, get rid of the waste on planet Earth. Is that is that where he's going sure. with this? And inject goodness into it. Yeah. How long have we been classified as humans? And how long have humans had the definition that it possesses today? What if all living things on Earth were basically glands? So many years after learning about ancient Egypt and the pineal gland being depicted as the eye of God, I have finally come to the conclusion that if the gland is depicted as God and we are the children of that God, wouldn't that make us glands as well? No. No. <laughs> no. No, not at no, all. No, no to any of that. No. I don't see the, the dots he's connecting. So he's saying the eye of Horus yeah. is known as the eye of God. Yeah. And the eye is a gland. Yeah. In his mind. So, because we are the children of God, right. we are also glands. Yeah, we're the children of a gland. So but, we are No, glands. no, no, no. Hold on. I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. But it's the eye of God. The eye of God is not God, right? In his mind, you're right, you're right. the eye of God is a part of God. Right. And we are the children of that God, not the children of his eye. I mean, maybe right? saying children of the eye. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't... I mean, do, do you see what I'm saying, though? Like, Yeah, yeah. It, it'd be like saying... uh, uh I had a kid and that kid, because I have an, an eye and my eye is a gland, that kid is a gland, but that's not how that works. Right. It's not how that works. Yeah. Um, either way you look at it, that's not how that works. Right. Fuck this guy. <laughs> we consider glands as being within our body, but not as the anatomical structure of our bodies as a whole, because it's not, that's I mean, yeah. literally not what gland yeah. is. No, it's, it's. Not true. It's never meant to be interpreted that way. Yeah. Now we are tubes of meat with wet bones inside, but you know. I'm not convinced he actually did any research on glands. I don't think he did. I think he looked up how many glands there were and then got sidetracked with the eye of Horus. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I know this. I know this. And then he just started making shit up. Yeah. God. Like a sophomore in college when they discovered nihilism. Right. Like, oh, all of a sudden I know everything. (laughs) If you ask me, I wasn't. (laughs) We are... (laughs) We are definitely glands being deceived into thinking we are something else. I know it's a lot to wrap one's head around. No. But let's continue to move forward. No, you've been very straightforward. You're just wrong. (laughs) What if I told you that even Earth is a gland? There it is. Okay. The land has all of the same qualities of glands within the human body. Examples of the Earth's excretory system can be seen in the functionality of geysers. Geysers are hot springs that erupt into the air as water and steam. They are made from a tube-like hole in the Earth's surface that runs deep into the crust. And he has a picture of Old Faithful. Oh, look at that. 
Volcanoes are a part of the Earth's excretory system as well. Volcanic eruptions create lava tubes. Lava travels beneath the surface of of lava flow through these tubes that act as natural conduits. What did I say? Read that again. Lava travels beneath the surface of lava flow through these tubes that act as natural conduits. I think there's supposed to be two sentences there. I think so. But also, I'm going to stop you. Yeah. Because that doesn't mean that the earth is a gland. Right. That would mean that the earth is a body that has glands. Yeah. It's, this isn't waste. Like lava and magma and water is not waste. Right. It's just, it, it's just stuff that's in the earth. Right. But I mean, he's, he's also saying, he's also saying that because it has ways of getting rid of quote unquote waste. Yeah. That, that means that it is a gland, but that is not what a gland does. A gland gets rid of things. It does not have things that get rid of things. Yeah. So I I could put on rollerblades, roll down the street and people say, oh, there's a car. See? Right. It's rolling down on wheels. Right. No. Exactly. That doesn't mean that it's a gland. That means that. I could see where he's going. I can see his point about how the earth would have glands. Yeah. He's wrong, but I can see it. Mm-hmm. But that means that the earth would be a body, not a gland. Right. Right. Exactly. You got it. You got it. Because it would have organs and glands. But I mean, you, you remember earlier, he, he actually says, uh, we are not bodies, but we are glands. Right. Which is also wrong. <laughs> as As is the problem with a lot of these. I'm going to call them alternative science. Yes. <laughs> um, for lack of a better descriptor. He hasn't done any science yet. No. He just said things wrong. Yeah. 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 The foundation on which he's building this whole argument is wrong right, and yeah. isn't stable. And therefore the rest of the argument collapses on top of itself because he's using definitions and he's changing words to mean things that they don't mean while describing them to mean the things that he does mean that they mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's not what they mean. And like, yes, words can change and the meanings of words can change, but you can't have, you can't have a word inherently mean the opposite of what it means. Some glands don't possess tubes or ducts because they excrete directly into the blood. But to be able to witness earth naturally create tubes that perform the tasks of excretion is amazing to behold. Those two sentences. It's, if that was another weird one. They're non sequiturs. It says, but to be able to witness earth naturally create tubes. Is beautiful sight to behold. I guess it said it right. So, My so brain didn't interpret it, that You right. said it right, and those are two individual thoughts. They shouldn't be connected by a but, though. Right, Because right. he's saying some glands don't have tubes, but to be able to watch the earth form those tubes is great. Those are two independent thoughts. Yeah. You, you, don't, you don't have to connect those. <laughs> that's true. That, that's completely true. Yeah. Uh, based upon the information already provided, we should be able to all agree on the fact that the pineal gland is not only identified as a gland, but also as a god and a celestial object do we have to agree on that uh he says we have to okay so we guess we have to all right i mean yeah we have to the pineal gland is oftentimes referred to as being the eye of ra thought it was horus no he was talking no he was talking about uh, that reminded me of the eye of horus he he didn't really make any kind of connection there i see okay so now he's talking about the the gland itself being the eye of ra which is apparently referred to in ancient egypt which yeah because ra was like the sun the god yeah and they were like, this is a gateway to God. Yeah. So that tracks. Uh, I don't want it to because I want him to be wrong. <laughs> but OK. The pineal gland is oftentimes referred to as being the eye of Ra, which is an ancient Egyptian god that operates as a counterpart to the sun disk. The letters in the word Earth can, okay. be, can be unscrambled to create the words the Ra. That is true. The rawest of the raw. The this is the raw. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. Ancient Egyptians uh-huh. 
didn't use English. Right. <laughs> so why would that connect? Well, you see, when we were developing the English language, we knew that the ancient Egyptians were right. Oh, okay. And the higher Illuminati type beings who control everything yeah. were like, yo, we got to put this symbolism in the name for this planet. Okay. Okay. Just in case, you know, this guy comes along. Yeah. Just in case out. somebody comes along and. In 2021 or 2022. Earth is an eye gland that excretes water and absorbs light from the sun disk. He keeps referring to the sun as a disk. Well, so I guess he doesn't believe it's a sphere or a star. Right. It's a disk. Right. Does, so does that mean that the earth is also a disk? And if it's a disk, how is it an eye? Because an eye is an orb. Oh, it's a good point. He doesn't talk about any flat earth things. Yeah. So I don't. Maybe, but he talks about the sun disk. Yeah. But the flat earthers don't believe the sun is a disk. They believe it's a star. Hmm. It's very strange. Hmm. Uh, so anyways, Earth is alleged to be 71% water with a domed top in the human eye. He is a flat earther. <laughs> <laughs> I must have fucking missed that part. I must have missed that part. So he, he thinks that the, the it's domed on top. Yeah. Uh, and the human eye is said to be 91% water with a protective cornea covering. Uh, co- f- what? With a protective cornea cover and tear film. It better not be tearing. It better not be tearing, but also, you know, eyes famously flat. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's the point is he's saying that maybe from his point of view, the earth isn't flat. It's just a half dome. That's what it seems to be. And and the eye is also. But again, uh, you know, eyes famously have a flat side to them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um. Okay, we're going to play some more Scrabble here. Oh, okay. The letters of the word Earth can also be unscrambled to create the word heart, which is another gland. No, it is not. That is an organ. It is quite famously the most important one. (laughs) Dumb motherfucker. Oh, my God. I can't even do it. I can't. That's two gland references within Earth's name. Well, it's not. It's it's really not. You kind of got one. Kind of. I'll give you a raw because that was creative. Yeah. Okay. As strange as it may seem, the human heart also has a very unique protective system. Does that seem strange? Uh, After what he said, nothing is strange anymore. Well, yeah. Between that and the leprechauns. The human heart is located between your lungs where it sits encased in a double walled sac that is called the pericardium. That's that's real. I have a picture of the pericardium yeah that's that's it earth truly possesses traits from all the did he just fucking skip the whole heart shit yeah he was like yo it has a defensive system there's a wall around it what did that have to do with anything (laughs) literally had nothing to do with anything none of this has had anything to do with anything that he's previously stated why is this a surprise now (laughs) that one just hit me funny for some reason He's like, here's where your heart's at. It's protected. Moving on. (laughs) Mic drop. Cape swish. Walk away. Earth truly possesses traits from all of the excretory glands within its design. Sound and language are traits of the larynx gland. Remaining within the ancient Egyptian formula, these traits would also be represented by one of their gods. Thoth. Now, I have to point out, I've said this wrong for fucking years now. Thoth. I said Thoth. Mm -hmm. It's Thoth. It's not spelled that way. There's no accent on the O. There's nothing after the TH at the end. Right. It looks like Thoth. 
but right. it's pronounced Thoth, apparently. Yeah, I think I, I, I could be making this up, but I want to say the ah, O sound is yeah. something fairly new. Thoth is symbolic for the throats altogether and symbolizes not only the larynx, but the thyroid glands as well. What does this have to do with Earth being speech? I and language. I don't know. He started this out by saying the earth is yes. language and speech. He's like, there's a lot of examples of how earth is a gland, just like the throat parts. But he hasn't substantiated any of those claims. No. Well, he hasn't substantiated anything, but like. No. <laughs> you're, okay, you're going to love his logic here, though. All right. Okay. Upon writing the previous statements concerning Thoth, I realized that Thoth, throat, and thyroid all begin with the letters TH. Great. An angel came to me to discuss the matter. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Just out of nowhere. No. I had an angel come, no. come talk to me about this. He did not. He did. Oh, my God. An angel came to me to discuss the matter and help me and help provide clarity to me. What do you mean? They start with a TH. How could it be any more complicated? I asked the angel if there was a TH on the periodic table. And the angel confirmed such to be true. Thallium? You couldn't fucking look it up. You had, you needed an angel to tell you that? Thulium, thallium, thorium? Thorium. Uh-huh. You got it. I was surprised when I saw the image for the TH on the periodic table. Why? Just look at a... Pe- Just well, look up. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> We're ascribing any kind of scientific knowledge to this guy. Yeah. Clearly we shouldn't. Right. So that's why it's surprising to him that a TH exists on the periodic table because mm. he's never fucking seen one right and also like just take two letters two, especially two consonants yeah especially two consonants that famously usually go together yeah and it's like i wonder if that's on the period it probably is probably it's probably on the periodic yeah (laughs) like most likely yes uh so there's a there's a picture of thorium i don't know where he got it but it's like it's it's got this weird fucking emblem and then information on thorium it's okay. I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't know where he got it from. That image also underneath it says that that's an image of Thoth, not Thor. Yeah, I don't know what that means. He says this is a representation of Thoth, not Thor. But I. <laughs> but he's using it as, as a description for Thorium. Yeah, I think I. What I actually think is that he is offended that someone took whatever this symbol is, right. And it's like, that's actually not for Thor, that's for Thoth. I'm going to uh, Google Thorium you and would, see what comes up. I did. I couldn't find anything. Oh. I couldn't find this symbol anywhere. Try looking up symbol for Thoth. See what you get. Okay, so the symbol he's using is for Thor, yeah. but he's saying that it's for Thoth. It's not. But it's not for Thoth. You're not even right about your own bullshit, dude. You're so far off. Apparently the symbol for Thoth is just a bird. Yeah, it's just his like, bird head. So he's like, this is not a representation of Thoth, uh, or this is a re- representation of Thoth, not Thor. And then in quotes, he has Thothium. So he's renaming the element. Right. Yeah. It should be Thothium, not Thorium. Why? Why should it be Thothium? It's, that's the symbol. That's literally the symbol for Thor. That has nothing to do with. <laughs> no, he said it's the symbol for Thoth. Why? I'm looking for something here. There isn't anything. He's a flat earther. What do you expect? But like, there's nothing even logic. Co- there's nothing. Do you expect logic? I'm expecting some kind of coherence. In Why? Story. I don't know. Because I mean, all the other books I read, there was some coherence. This one doesn't have much, apparently. It's also 15 pages and it costs you $10. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I think I'm dumber than he is, honestly, for buying this. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he, he spent 10 minutes writing it. My concern was, because I was looking at, when I was looking at buying it, I was like, there's no info at all. Right. Yeah, for yeah, all, yeah. For all I know, this could be 50 pages. Yeah. And then I find it, it's 15. <laughs> the pineal gland is the eye of Ra. Right. And the pituitary gland oh. is the eye of Horus. Oh. While doing research in regards to the etymology of what I consider... Oh, boy. I consider to be the root word of the word gland. Which is? So he found the word gland... Right. In Old Irish, in Proto-Celtic glanos, which means clean or clear, and <laughs> this he just... He arbitrarily picked that as the root word of glands, which it's not. It's French, which is from Latin. Right. That is the actual root of gland. <sighs> so he he literally, I mean, to be fair, that's what he, he doesn't, he doesn't claim, oh, that's the root word. He's like, that's what I consider to be the root word. Right. Who the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> that's not. He's, he's the most important person in his world. I guess. I guess. He's just like, fuck reality. This is the root word of gland as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And you should listen to me. Well, as far as I'm concerned, you're a dumbass. Yeah. Uh, glands have the responsibility of cleaning and clearing waste if it exists. Sure. So that, I mean, his lo- he, he's, he's making a pretty good argument. Like this old word that means clean uh, and is very similar to the modern word. Obviously, there's a connection there. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh and then he has a massive space in between. Oh, yeah, look at that. And that there's no reason for that, really. It's like there's supposed to be another picture there, and there just isn't. Exactly. Uh, in ancient Egyptian religion, Geb was depicted as the godchild of the earth god. Okay. Geb and his sister Nut yeah. were the second. I don't know if it's Nut or Newt, but they're both pretty funny. Yeah. It's Jeb and Nut. Je- yeah, Jeb and Nut. Uh, Jeb and his sister Nut were the second generation in the Ennead. I believe. Okay. The group of nine gods, nine gods for nine glands. I don't know where he got nine glands from. Yeah. He's already said that there's, whatever. <laughs> Originally, he was like, ironically, it's tw- it's 12 types of glands. Right. And the, he never mentioned nine before. No. Ever. Yeah. Which I guess like the hidden nine society, they're obsessed with nine. For right. Some reason. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The Ennead of Heliopolis. Heliopolis. Heliopolis? Heliopolis. No, it's Heliopolis. I don't don't know what that is. The ovary glands are, again, they're not glands. Well. They're organs. hmm. Although they're, I think they're. Can you prove that? uh, Fuck. There's there's a thing about like all glands are organs. But not all organs are glands. glands. Squares and rectangles. Exactly. So there's some interchangeable about that. Um, The ovary glands are symbolized by nut while the testes, that's. A little backwards, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> the testy glands are symbolized by Jeb. <laughs> Jeb's celestial body is the earth, and Nut's celestial body is the stars in the sky. But I thought, wasn't Jeb the child of the earth? Uh, they're both children of the earth, but one is more earthy. <laughs> okay. Again, there's a big white space with nothing in it. Oh, yeah, so. there is. I also, uh, I've been meaning to save this joke for a little bit, but I prefer the Iliad to the Ennead. <laughs> all right so that was the end of chapter one. Oh, uh great the book, the book is like three three pages left <laughs> oh <laughs> great uh the underworld based on the information right. provided it's obvious that one of the main underworlds is within the human body obviously oh sh- yeah i mean how could we not come to that conclusion 
If the gland gods are within the human body, so is the underworld. But, but <laughs> an underworld exists everywhere that a level of God exists within the formulas of as above, so below. Now, th- I don't think I've ever gone into this, but the whole as above, so below is related to alchemy. It's an alchemical law. Hmm. And it's if you 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 haven't seen Full Metal Alchemist, nope. Which I I judge you for not having seen it. I don't care. But that is a key uh, plot point in that show is that there's equivalent exchange. Okay. In order to generate something with alchemy, to create something, you have to sacrifice something of equal worth. That just makes sense. Yeah, that's that's the law of conservation. Of exactly. Yeah, it's it's kind of tied into science. Yeah. And that's how they sneak it in because they're like, see, it's scientific. Right. Yeah. So anyways, you are from a race of people who identified all of their major glands as gods. Not only the pineal gland, but many glands. Wait, many or all? (laughs) Sure. Yes. Yes. I mean, all is many. (laughs) Yes, but many is not all. Just like glands and organs. The colonizing governments manipulating manipulate people into going to war against their own gland gods with the use of hair products, deodorant, toothpaste, processed foods, smoking, etc. You mean smoking that most governments famously banned? Also, you don't have to say and etc. You could just say etc. Et yeah. <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah. What is what is he saying? Well, he's he's saying by using these products, you're you're stopping your own natural glands. Yeah, and you're kind of going to war with the gods within you. How does toothpaste stop glands? <laughs> the salivary they build up in your. Does he know. brush his teeth? I'll bet he doesn't I, brush his teeth. I hope maybe that's why he had stones in his salivary glands. I'm, man, we're catching we're. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't use deodorant. Obviously not. That's or why shampoo. he. That's why he doesn't have friends. Right. Well, they're they're all online. Yeah, exactly. That's why he doesn't have physical friends because nobody can be around him because he's stinky. Your pineal gland is identified with an ancient god. You already said that. Your pituitary gland is a moon god. You already said that. I think there's other authors coming in and they're like, all right, now write my part. Ah. They're just repeating me. Yeah. Your throat glands are a language and writing god. (laughs) But your throat has nothing to do with writing. What the fuck? He, he, He did already say... That the throat's a gland, but he did not associate a god with it. He said right. that earth is a gland because it of language and throats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now your throat is a god. Yeah. My, uh, I'm the throat god. The throat goat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's also why I introduced myself as deep throat at the top. Of the show. Yeah. 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 And of course, Thor, because they might. Yeah. Right. Thor. Yeah. And your heart gland is typically synonymous with Anubis, the god of the heart gland. Again, not a gland. And hasn't been established prior to this either. Right. We didn't. Yeah. He's like, of course. We, no. The heart's defended. There's a wall. <laughs> now <laughs> about the earth throat. <laughs> <laughs> and now back to Jerry about the earth throat. <laughs> How are we looking today, Jerry? Well, you see, we're having a lot of dry climate today. It's going to get a little sketchy toward the end of the night. Might have to take a lozenge. <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to take a lozenge. (laughs) Exocrine glands are basically feminine glands, and endocrine glands are masculine. 
even though everybody has both of those. I mean, yeah, now we're we're getting into like the the freaking Da Vinci Code yeah, chalice and looking a little too hard. The here. blade and the chalice kind of bullshit. This is typically not a common notice. What? But the structure and functionality of both sets of glands reflect similarities to the male sex gland and the female sex gland. Yep, there it is. He has a picture of, <laughs> so one kind of looks like a penis, the other kind of looks like the the uh, urethra. Or not urethra, the fucking uterus. See, to me, that looks like a like a kidney bean and then like a skin pore. Yeah, the one that like a the, hair pore, like a the, follicle. The endocrine looks like a shit in your colon, and then the exocrine gland looks like water leaking through your ceiling and pooling up in the paint. Mm, that's a very good way to describe it that's, too. That's what those remind me of. Yeah. So yeah, he's like, this looks like a penis. This one looks like a vagina. Except it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. They neither look. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's a two two dimensional image, not a right. three dimensional, which they are. Right. So. You put it in three dimensions, it probably doesn't look like that. Yeah. Uh, also, he's wrong. Right. They're swapped. What? He's like, the endocrine uh, displays attributes of a penis. Uh, no. <laughs> it's actually the other way. The exocrine gland ejects shit. Hmm. Right? So he's just wrong. Okay. About his own point. Look, <laughs> what do you want? I think endocrine also excretes, but it's more, I think it's that it does more of sucking stuff up. I, I'm pretty sure. Couldn't I, I'm not a doctor. Yeah. Do your own research. That's right. <laughs> Do your own research. <laughs> Did our ancestors know that an enemy would come and make war with our clans? Did, Did they? <laughs> yes. Oh. I believe so. The raw. This is one of the main reasons why they deemed glands a sacred, oh, as sacred, and made the glands basically the god characters of the belief system. Our ancestors knew that if you believed our glands to be as holy as the Jesus character is to Christianity, it would be nearly impossible for an enemy to come in and deceive you in allowing them to harm your glands, let alone deceiving you into harming your own glands. I just love this. It's like, I'm going to fuck up your glands. <laughs> That's my mission. Well, I suppose in any given system where something is held sacred, there is something that wants to destroy that sacred thing that's being held. Right. Right. You need an enemy. You need an enemy. You need an en That fucking bothers me so much about so many belief systems. Yeah. It's like, why? Why do you have to make an enemy out of... I understand you. it's natural to have an enemy, someone who opposes your viewpoint. Mm. But like, I don't know. There's always got to be a boogeyman. Yeah. There's always got to be something coming for you. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Maybe people are just assholes. And that's the enemy. It's just people looking out for themselves. None of the salivary glands or ducts like smoke. Smoking causes cotton mouth, uh, but it's never properly expressed to smokers that the dry mouth is caused by the smoke, causing the salivary glands and the ducts to uh, ma malifunction. Malifunction. <laughs> malifunction. Malefunction. I'm pretty sure smokers are well aware of what smoking does. Yeah. It's very apparent. Like, famously, they have yeah. images on them saying, here's what this will do to you. Yeah. And I mean, if, as soon as you smoke, you're like, oh, it draws my, dries my mouth out. Yeah. There's, it's obvious. I wonder, you know, that weird feeling I get when I smoke, um, where my mouth goes dry and I can't like generate saliva uh -huh. when I smoke. What do you think causes that? Uh, it's the, the, the demons in your smoke. In the, in the oh, smoke. yeah. Uh, doing, okay. Doing battle against the glands. Okay. Okay. I thought it was just the smoke. Nah. Oh. <laughs> it's the enemy. <laughs> 
uh, fuck the rest of this paragraph. He's just talking about how smoking is not good for you. I mean, I can get behind that. <clears throat> uh, closing. As the Hidden Nine Society, we take genuine pride in being able to share our thoughts and beliefs with you. The responsibilities of gland are to clean and protect the area of the body in which it resides. As a gland, you are now more aware of your dual status as a god living within a god realm and of what your natural duties entail. Our intentions are not to indoctrinate others, but to simply share what we have concluded in our research as an attempt to spark the minds of others to do their own due diligence. There are many unanswered questions, and you just might be the right person to locate the right answers. If you're interested in joining Hidden Nine Society, visit our website at www.hiddenninesociety.org and register to start your membership today. We'll be waiting for you. At the very end, it says, power to the mind, power to the soul, power to the God within. Very empowering. Was it? No. No. Oh. This is very confusing. <laughs> doesn't pass the Bechdel test. No, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. There's uh, the, the female glands don't ever talk to each other. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, that was I when I I got it, opened it up 15 pages. I was like, God damn it. And then I read it and I'm like, oh, there's a lot here. We're, we're there. There there was and there wasn't simultaneously. Right. There's there's not a lot in the book, but there's a lot for our show. Yeah. And I was like, God damn it. I'm going to make an episode out of this bitch. Yep. Get my ten dollars worth. Yep. We have a rating system on our show. Each week, uh, the person who presents the book gives that rating for that book. It consists of one to five levels. The first level and the worst level being toilet paper. Um, we have subsidiaries of toilet paper as well for really bad books. Uh, the second level is a shampoo bottle. It's there. It's better than nothing if you're sitting on the pot or whatever. Uh, third level is an Ikea manual. It's competently written or entertaining, usually not both, because both would mean that it's a Kindle pick. Uh, Kindle pick is something that's worth owning electronically or, um, you know, buying at a discount, something like that. And then there's a hardcover, which is the top tier instant classic must own. So deep throat, what is your rating for all in the head? Um, my rating for all in the head, honestly, I would have given that Ikea manual. Ikea manual. Okay. it, It was very competently written. Right. Uh, there was nothing necessarily wrong with it. It just wasn't. It was extremely anything. boring. Yeah. yeah. It was extremely boring. I was halfway through and nothing was happening. I had more fun with the Hannah Montana uh, um, novel. <laughs> as far as uh, children of the gland god in the planet of excretion. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I would I would bump it up a little bit above toilet paper. Okay. Because I thought it was the the rage is entertaining. That's that's very true. The way it induces frustration. Yeah, is like, I think that's why we keep coming back to these woo-woo things. Yeah, is, yeah. hoping like his last one was fucking boring, right? But this one was actually like I think it might have been peak. This might have been peak, but I wish okay. it was a lot more. Yeah, well, yeah, but it, it is peak material. One day when I'm rich, I'm going to buy every single one of his books and do <laughs> just a mega compilation. Um, but that's that's not going to walk into Target, buy a thousand dollar gift card. And they're like, "What are you using it for?" I'm like, "Yeah, the Hidden Nine Society." Buying their entire catalog. No, I would just say, I'm just going to throw it away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so, yeah, I would would definitely give it a shampoo bottle. A shampoo bottle. Okay. Uh, It's shit, but... It's it's kind of entertaining, actually. It, it, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. It's just... I just... I fucking love how we're just calling everything a gland, and he's like... The, the enemy is going to do battle with your glands. Right. <laughs> like, it's right. so goofy. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend anybody check out their website. None of that shit. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't need to think about them ever again. Right. If you have to buy something from a website, please don't use your card. <laughs>
Yeah, if you if you if you want to check out their website, make sure you have virus protection on your computer. Use protection. That's all we're saying. Yeah, just just look. If you're checking out glands, use protection. Yeah. <laughs> if you liked this episode, if you hated this episode, if you're from Hidden Nine Society and you object to our criticism of your material, uh, please write to us at a page too far at gmail.com. That is a page T O O far at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram and Twitter slash a page too far. We also have a YouTube channel uh, where we post our regular episodes mm-hmm. every week. Uh, we It's no direct link. You have to just look up a page too far. Sadly, we're getting there. Working on it. We also have a Patreon on our Patreon. We have several different tiers. On the lowest tier, you can get early access to episodes as well as outtakes every month. Outtakes are bloopers, stuff we didn't put in the episode because it might have been too long or is a cringy joke or something. Those are outtakes. On our second tier, you also have access to footnotes. And footnote is like a really, really long outtake. It's usually like around 10 minutes or more. Uh, something that just doesn't fit in an episode, but we don't want to throw it away. So right. that'll be up there as well. Uh, I'm going to, so we, we had something on the Leprechaun episode oh. where we talked about the 10 ways elementals can help humanity. Right. I'm going to do that as a footnote. Okay. Uh, because it, it, it was run a little bit long. So I was like, right, chop that right. out, make a footnotes. In addition to bonus episodes and footnotes, you also get movie commentaries that we do every month. Those are so much fun. It's very, very fun. Last one we did was I am number four, which <laughs> I, I refuse to remember that we did that. And it was my idea. Yeah. I don't really remember much of it. So go, go listen to that and yeah. remind us of what we missed. go watch Timothy Oliphant. I think he was in it. He was, yeah, he was good. He was good. Alex Pettifer. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, at our, at our highest tier, uh, we run polls. Uh, in relation to our monthly episodes, so you guys can vote on which book we do for the next bonus episode. Uh, we also do shout-outs. If you become a patron of the highest tier, we will personally shout you out. If you have a message you would like us to give, then we will, We will as long as it's appropriate, yeah. uh, up to our own discretion, we will shout you out. We will always shout you out. Your message is subject to approval. Yes. We love you. Hashtag Bobo Lives. Uh, I feel like we shouldn't do that anymore. I don't know. Do you want to get rid of it. Bobo Lives? I, I don't know. It's, it's the longest thing we have. It's tradition, but like, it's, I don't know. It's lost its meaning to me. Hashtag themed. Hashtag themed. That one's still good. That, that one's still fresh. Good. I forgot who Bobo was though. He was a little, he was a little mutilated midget man. Yeah. And orphans of the sky. Yeah. Yeah. You I, didn't forget who he was. <laughs> We're not getting rid of Bobo Lives. Okay. It's hashtag, the one thing we have. Hashtag Bobo Lives. Oh, I remember he got stuck with knives. Yeah. And he, he was like, good Bobo, strong Bobo. Yeah. Yeah. We're not getting rid of that. <laughs> uh, hashtag glands. And gland warfare. Gland warfare. That is definitely euphemism. <laughs> hey, you want to engage in some gland warfare? Oh my God. That's... That, that, that's a thing that someone has to have said that. I prefer that over, uh, the other common phrase, ugly bumping. I, I was about to say, I really like that one. <laughs> you like ugly bumping? Uh, well, a close cousin to that was, uh, do you want to rub nasties? I hate it. <laughs> I would, I would much rather engage in gland warfare. Uh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, go fuck yourself. Don't end with that. <laughs>